everyone, my name is Lisa Welsh, and you're listening to Microgreens for growers and consumers. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I know that I think I am, and that's always a good thing. I always say I think I am because, well, if I say I am and I declare it, well, you never know what might come next. And if I declare I'm having a bad day, well, then it's just preemptively deciding the rest of my day is going to be crap. And I like to do that. So, I've got something interesting to share with you. Now, I don't know how much you always want to know about things, but I find that the longer you own a business, the more things you got to find out. Like, um, I can't remember who said, I think it was actually, um, oh, what's that wine guy? Um, everybody listens to him. Um, uh, something V. Um, God, I can't think of it. That's so annoying. Anyhow, oh, Gary, Gary V. Anyhow, he talks about how you want to be, I think it's Gary Vanderbilt, maybe it's not. How you want to be smart enough to be dangerous enough. Meaning, I need to know enough about something so that if I hire someone to do it, that I know enough to know that they're not, like, screwing me over. Let's keep it real. People have seen that happen in businesses for generations. My mom lost her business because someone stole it from her. Um, and not because my mom wasn't smart enough, but because my mom didn't know anything about a certain area, and that really cost her. Um, so I always like to learn about everything. So do you want to learn something interesting today? Do you know what I'm going to talk to you about? Not a clue. Even if you read the show notes, I'm going to try to make it a secret. So anyhow, we're going to talk about those moisture absorbent pads. You know what I'm talking about. The things that look like diapers in there. Well, I have learned some things. And so since I have learned it, now you get the opportunity to learn it. And no, we don't want diapers in our microgreens. Because that's just kind of gross. Um, so we, the association, the International Microgreen Growers Association, um, one of the first companies that came alongside of us was a company called Abtar. And at first, I didn't know what Abtar did. I mean, what kind of name is that anyway, Abtar? But they also are known as Freshwell. Well, that sounds a little nicer. But Abtar, I still don't know what that means. Um, but what they do is they basically are a packaging company that kind of finds solutions to problems. I like the sound of that. So one grower had reached out to this company and said, Hey, I have microgreens. And I need them to stay longer, fresher, longer. What can you do? So they went to work. And they came up with these um, moisture pads that are available that you can buy. And I'll put this, the notes in the, I'll put the link in the show notes. But it's actually quite interesting. So here's what they do. So, you know, if you go buy microgreens, you see some competitors, sometimes you'll see those meat pads, you know, um, that are at the bottom of, like, the meat trays when you go buy, like, a steak. And you, like, got to pull that thing off of there. And if it's frozen and you don't let it thaw the way, you really got to pull it off there. And sometimes it sticks and there's paper stuck in there. And, and if you pull off the sticky part of the paper or the plastic, then you see like this nasty pad that's all full of like blood. Kind of gross. See, I don't really even thaw my food very well. So, what is that? Well, those are synthetic pads that are meant to collect excess liquid from a wet product. Meaning... They're meant to basically sit there and absorb like the steak juice, liquid juice, chicken juice, if you're a vegetarian, I apologize, but basically all the, the juice, usually, in my opinion, in meats. Um, because the meat is soaked or injected in water, so it's sitting in a pool of liquid, and if they didn't use the pads, well, <laughs> who wants to eat bloody food? I mean, I don't think any of us really want to eat it that bloody. So, that's what they put it in there for. So, it's basically a pad, like a diaper. So, you know, a kid goes to the bathroom, it absorbs it. 
same kind of thing. They fill the meat with um, water sometimes, or they inject it, um, and then that takes that moist that water out. But it doesn't actually like pull moisture out or anything. That just like sucks it up. That's the key difference, I think. So what they developed was a passive pad. I don't know why is a passive pad. Lisa doesn't make up these words. I mean, I just talked to myself in third person, so I did make that up. But this stuff is just too good. I mean, like, for real. Who would have thought all this? I mean, seriously, when you decided to become a farmer, when you decided to grow your own vegetables, did you think you'd have to learn about pads and moisture pads? Did you think you'd have to become an expert in containers and, and, and marketing and all these other areas you had to learn? Probably not. Because we like to think about it in a more narrow focus, but it's so much fun to learn all these interesting things. So, listen. Their pads are a passive absorber. So what they do is they decrease humidity in the headspace of the packaging itself. Um, this is why they work great with edible flowers and microgreens and even herb packages. They'd work great in. So the reason why is you're not concerned with covering the surface area. Like the pads that have to absorb all the liquid, you need to cover the whole area so that like, there's not like half of the steak is like bleeding out and the other half of the steak is not. Um, you don't have, so you have to cover the whole area. With these, you just throw one in. I always felt like one was never enough. But, you know, it was, I thought that way until I became educated. So knowledge saves us money. Because now I only use one. So see, look at that. So, and the reason why is, how does humidity develop? Well, how does humidity develop? Basically, I don't know. No, I do kind of know. It develops because when the rapid temperature changes, they go through a drastic change. And as they do that, the um, when water evaporates, when water vapor evaporates, I can't speak today. It rises and disperses into the surrounding air as the gaseous water vapor. Humidity is the presence of the water vapor in the atmosphere. So the more water evaporates in a given area, the more water vapor rises into the air. And the higher the humidity in the area, the basically you get the water droplets. So, when if you wanted your microgreens to absorb into one of those um, meat layers, you'd basically have to wait for the water vapor to become a droplet of water and then drop off into the container. Thus, it would absorb that liquid. What their product does is it basically let's see here let's see if they do okay what it does is so the humidity sparks the development of condensation drop or actually yeah sorry so because the type of product we are speaking of sparks the development of condensation droplets so like because microgreens make condensation droplets when we move them up from place to place the condensation they are they think they are collecting um won't ever disappear with a vapor pad because again it's only going to absorb that water that droplet of water so with the other one with the one that they make at Abtar the small pad goes a long way because there's a mechanism that begins to activate when it's placed into this environment so what happens is basically it goes in there and it decreases the humidity in the headspace so how does it do that well I'm no scientist. I can't answer that question. But it basically 
It passively decreases the level of moisture presence. It's also food safe, microgreen safe, vegetable flower safe. It's been designed literally for this product. Um, so it's got a lot more, let's just say, sciencey background to it. So, do I think it's true? Well, I don't know if anything's ever true. But I can tell you one thing. My customers, if I don't have one of those in there, man, they're about ready to chop my head off. Because it makes a huge difference to them. So, um, and I don't know if it's necessarily the same thing as like those um, airtight. Uh, you know when you do moisture absorbers? You know the, the suck out the air packets? Well, you have to get them all, if you leave them all on the table. Like, let's see. Oh, yeah. Last week. Let me tell you about a story. Last week, my husband, bless his soul, he decided that he was going to help me make like 150 jars of seasonings. So I was working on them, and he was going to put in the moisture absorbers and the stuff and go. And I put moisture absorbers in there again. Well, I kept going back and forth because, see, I don't want to add anything that's going to be a preservative to the product, so I don't want to add anything else to it. But some of the things that you can add as a natural preservative have flavors and taste, and I didn't really need that to mix with the current thing I was developing. So I didn't need that. So I said, let's just put a moisture packet in each one. I don't really like the way that looks, but whatever. It's about trying to make sure the product is its best self. And ultimately, I'm concerned more about nutrients than I am about presentation. If you want pretty, go somewhere else. Go find a chef. I know several of them. I don't like them. I mean, I do like them, but I don't don't want to talk to them. So, so my husband says, okay, he does his job, he puts it away, and then I don't know what happened. He disappeared. Like, whoosh. I think I needed to make another um, um, round of stuff or something, or maybe I got a phone call and I disappeared. I do that all the time. So, I come back maybe an hour later, and I look on the table, and there is, I just bought like 5,000 um, moisture absorbers. And there's a huge package of them sitting on the table. And they're hot. I'm like, ooh, hot. That doesn't feel good. That feels like it's going to bust through the jar. Or bust through whatever. Because what was happening was all the moisture absorbers were working to absorb all their moisture. thus making the packets hot. And when you have a few hundred of them sitting together, stuff gets hot. It gets hot. So just a warning. Don't be playing with hot moisture absorbers. And if they all get hot, then they've all been spent. They're all used. They're crap. Throw them away. No more to use. You just wasted it. You are bad for the environment. Nah, don't give yourself that hard of a time. I mean, I didn't. I was like, well, you live some, you learn some. Now let's get some loves. Back to the diapers. Back to the diapers. Okay, so you kind of understand that. So here's the long and short of everything. Let's do a little recap. It helps me remember things too, you know. So, there's this company called Aptar. Oh, and by the way, they do develop some other cool things there. Um, I was actually talking to them. Actually, when I met the woman, her name is Krista. If you want to get some, she'll send samples to you if you want to try them. Um, I'll put her info in the show notes. But listen, for real, they develop lots of other cool things. Like something for um, people who are diabetic. You know how they have to prick their little fingers? And, well, the container that those little sticks are in, they can't get wet. Because if you got all your sticks wet, what would you take your blood? You know, you gotta have a nice clean stick. Anyhow, not that I have to give my I'm not a bad diabetic, but I probably should be. Um nonetheless, when they do that, they created basically a special coating that goes inside there. Um that takes care of that. So I was like, what else can you develop? 
And so they can develop a lot of different things. So if you ever need anything, it's also a good place to kind of just, especially in the food world, um, to kind of just talk to her and see what they've already developed. They work with a few companies, a few major companies that you probably know, um, doing a lot of different things. I really can't tell you what they do because, well, I really don't know. They make some cool things. I've seen it on their website. So check it out. And then you decide what you like. But seriously, try these packages. Because at first, I didn't think there was a difference, right? What is it? It's a moisture absorber. They all absorb moisture. I kind of thought they were the same thing, but not as obviously the same as the moisture packet. Because, well, if you absorb too much moisture, I just feel like you don't put it in something that you put, you know, those, those silica things in or whatever. That doesn't sound right. So, best to have a company that specializes in food and development of new products develop something. So, that's what they did. So, this this grower, uh, I believe it was out of New Jersey, who contacted this company, did a huge favor for a lot of us. A lot of times, we don't even know that it, it exists. Because if you Google anything like this, nothing comes up other than this company. So, and we're glad that they're part of our association and that they support our goal to help all the microgreen growers everywhere basically get more information get everything out there so that we're all on the same page that we all understand so like here's the thing if you want to sell your stuff in diapers rock on sell your crap in diapers i don't really care i'm not gonna stop you i'm not gonna say anything about it but now you know better and you know there's a different option now you can try that option by reaching out to krista if you don't want to try that option then you don't want to try that option and that's okay but now at least you're educated enough to know that there's a difference and what the difference is. And that, my friends, is what we're all about here. Learning what the differences are. Because none of us are dumb. We don't know simply what we don't know. Um, and we can't be expected to know all the things that we don't know. Because if we knew what we didn't know, well then we would know that. Duh. So, there it is. Oh, and I got some good news for some of you. Well, I hope all of you, but you know, whatever. I'm not going to be judgy. So some of you have reached out to me in the last few months or weeks, whatever you want to call it, wanting me to help you start your business. That's great. I love to help you. Totally love it. It makes me feel like I'm special and all important. And that's so cool. <laughs> um, but I got something cool that just happened. So we had a board meeting the other day for the International Microgreen Growers Association. If you don't know, basically what I do there is we've designed a website that is for the Florida growers. Um, it's specific to the state of Florida because it basically goes into all the things that all the other classes won't teach you. Um, so as far as like what the laws are, what each county requires, who your county contact is, all those little details that are actually kind of important. But when people are teaching to the country, you can't necessarily get into that kind of detail. So what we've done is this. So my board said that they don't care if we let people into the site as you know, microgreen beginning farmers if they want to learn how to do everything. Because in there is resources that are pretty valuable. Grow guides for everything. Um, and it's not just like one person's information. It's a compilation of 200 and about 200 farmers in Florida and how their success was with growing. And then what we did is we had a few people fill out the forms to see what, their, what the general average was and put it together. And then we've had a bunch of people go through it to make sure that it all seems to work well for them. So, I mean, if you live in, like, Wisconsin, like where I'm from, it might be different still. Because let me tell you the truth. I mean, it is humid in Florida. 
There's so much water in this dang air. It's ridiculous. I don't even have to go get a drink. I can just open my mouth and the humidity is just going to fill me up with liquid. I'm just kidding. That sounded crazy. But, um, there's a lot more humidity in the air and that does make a difference. Um, as a matter of fact, some of the seasonings and stuff that I make makes a huge difference. Um, I had, <laughs> I had done some onions, right? And I was dehydrating some, I was freeze drying some onions and I, I don't know, I think it was like gone, I don't know, whatever. I was doing something. I'm always up to something. If you ever call me, I'm up to something. Just say, what are you up to? Because I don't know. It's going to be something, though. Anyhow, I come back and I throw the, the onions into jars. And I'm like, okay, I'll get back to that later. So by the end of the week, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll get back to those onions. So I take them out. Guess what? They rehydrated. Those bad boys rehydrated. I was like, you stupid onion. You just spent 24 hours in the freeze dryer, and you just rehydrated. You suck. But I have learned now how to make that not happen. But since most of you don't have a freeze dryer, I didn't even get into that. But what I can say is it's cool to know that by putting this pad in there, it's going to take, I think what it basically does is it must take the part of the vapor out of the air in the packaging. Although I always wonder how does that really hold up when you have plastic packaging, like, because... It's not as if there's no air, it's not an airtight container, so something can get in there. But, I can tell you what, when I do that, oh, you guys know I'm recording at home, right? Because my dogs are barking, or at least they're thinking about it. They're so annoying. I have three of them. Did you know I got three? I don't know if last time we talked, I had three. Let me think. We got the third one before the pandemic from our tenant who uh, took a, a dog from the pound and then... Um, Said that the property didn't have enough space for the dog to run. No, it did not have any space for that dog to run, to be honest. It's like it's like living in an apartment building. There's no space for a dog to run there. So anyhow, then we got the third dog. And let me tell you, she's sassy. I have a sassy dog. I have a dog that talks to me. Well, she doesn't really talk to me, but she tries to talk to me. She moans at me. She growls at me. She'll, like, claw me in the head if I'm sleeping and she wants to go outside. At any time of night, 2 in the morning, Four in the morning, she does not care. If she has to go potty, she will claw my head to get me to get up. It is really kind of annoying. Um, luckily, she loves my husband more than anybody, and he sleeps late, so he gets to do with most of it. She knows mommy don't wake up as easily as daddy does, so she likes to bother him. Thank goodness. Um, so now you've learned a few things about the pads that go into the bottom of the containers. Now some people. Say that, oh, I harvest my microgreens super fresh. I don't need a container. I don't need anything. That's cool. That's great. I love it. Do, do what you want to do. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm trying to tell you what the options are. You can put in a meat pad or a diaper. You can put in one of these moisture absorber thingies. Or you can put in nothing. Or some people put in paper towels and stuff like that. I would say you should use unbleached um, paper towels. But other than that, I mean, look. Only God can judge you. So I'm going to let that be what it is. And I'm going to stay out of it. But now you know. So don't ever say no one ever taught you anything. Because now you do. And next week, um, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Because this art, this post should have been done like four months ago. I recorded it four months ago. I don't know what happened. I just don't know what happened. So, you don't have to worry about anything. We're just going to get through it, day by day. And be nice to each other. 
think of your competitors as allies, resources. If you need something, you should reach out to your local competitor, if you want to call them that. But I don't think you should. Um, and if you really, really need something, you can reach out to me. I'm all in Florida. Or if you are in Florida, then I'm not that far away. But whatever you need, at the end of the day, the need isn't about whether or not your bank account gets an extra $5 for some microgreens or 100 bucks for some microgreens to a chef. That really isn't the end game. The end game is, does the customer, was the person who needed the nutrients or wanted something healthy, was that need served? Because really that's what it's about. That's why most farmers grow their own food, to fill the need in the consumer. It is not because I want to make 50 cents and screw Joe or Bob over there because he don't want nothing. Because I have heard of that recently, again, from people being like they will not help other farmers who are trying to literally just service their customer. They don't grow certain microgreens. And guess what? Some people don't. I don't grow certain microgreens. Literally. My competitors do. And guess what? I get them from my competitors. Every week. If I need to. Um, why? Because my competitor grows a mean crop, man. It is good looking. It is great. Tastes great. Fabulous. Why wouldn't I let somebody do what they're good at? And why wouldn't I say, hey, I can sell more if you want to send them to me? And my competitor goes, great. Let's get them out there. Because that's what it's about. The spirit is helping each other, making the most of our days. So, I'm out of here because I feel like I've been talking too long and I need a drink. Not that kind of drink. Although, it would be kind of early. It's only 8 a.m. here. But, nope, not that kind. I gotta go deal with these dogs. You guys have a great day. Find me if you need me. If you don't need me, that's okay. I'm needed by somebody else, I'm sure. Talk to you later. Bye.